Before we do get started, uh, I do want to give a huge shout out to Alabama Outdoors. Uh, they are helping us with this episode, and they wanted us to let our listeners and viewers know that they are doing a hiring event uh, coming up at all three of their locations, the Homewood, don't let me mess, mess this up, Inverness, and Trustville, Trustville yes. Yeah, buddy. So uh, they're a big supporter of this episode, and they're hiring both full-time and part-time positions. So if anybody out there is interested in getting a cool job, working in a cool environment, uh, getting rad discounts on a lot of really cool brands that they sell, and working in a store that supports like all kinds of out- outdoor activities, I know they do like uh, they do like a trail day or something. Yeah, at like, Red Mountain, right? At Red Mountain, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll have some information uh, down in the description below, but you can visit them at alabamaoutdoors.com or check them out at uh, – follow them on Instagram at alabamaoutdoorsofficial if I don't – I didn't screw that up. You did it. That was yeah, good. So cool. First try. Too. First try. Yeah. Yay. I bought some really rad flip flops from them. And so, uh, yeah, we like to support local companies doing cool stuff. But we have on this episode, uh, we're talking to the dudes from Rod B. Ham, uh, for which I know very little about, but we have Emil and Hobie here. So thank you guys for coming to kind of tell us about what all you guys have going on. And, um, yeah, uh, we were talking right before we got rolling. You said that you guys recently won some. It's like some Alabama business support competition thing. I don't know. What, what is that? Yeah, yeah. It's actually a really cool program. It's uh, hosted by the EDPA, uh, which stands for Economic Development Partnership of okay. Alabama. So three times a year, they have a pitch competition. And if you've got a startup business that's like, you know, high growth or innovative or somehow value add to the state, uh, you can go and pitch your business, and they have two prizes, one's for $25,000 and one's for $50,000. They basically just give it to you. Uh, it's non-dilutive That's funding. Crazy. Yeah. Dude, that is crazy. And, uh, you know, you can use it for uh, whatever you are trying to do. So you guys were a part of this. Is it like a competition, or do you just sign up and go and just give your pitch, and you're like, here's what we're doing with the money. Should we win it? It's a competition. It's I mean, competition. It's, okay. it's pretty hard to win, actually. Um and uh, we've entered this was our second time entering we did not win the first time and that drive back for mobile late at night was very very oh, very sad oh, and i don't think we could have taken a, another loss in a drive back from huntsville without winning so so you guys uh you said you won the $25,000 or i saw the big check yep. yeah yeah i, saw got, I got a big yeah. check in my house that's, that's crazy, crazy man yeah. that's awesome so can that's you, can you cash those checks uh, no, I, hang on I, I don't. Think no, I can we could try. You could try. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. But man, that's cool, dude. So, so tell me, um, for those of us, or for those out there listening or watching, um, what is Rod Beham? Um, what and what are you guys doing? I yep. see you guys building all this cool stuff, but I really don't know a ton about what is going on out in the woods, close to Red Mountain. Yeah. So, um, it's a it's a mountain biking park, um, and these exist in other states. We don't have one yet in Alabama. But the idea is we provide professionally built and maintained trails that are progressive, like you would find at a ski resort. Okay. Um, and so, uh, you know, you pay a day pa- for a day pass or a membership, you get access to, like, the sickest trails in Alabama, basically. And are supporting a, a, an organization that's agenda is to grow mountain biking here. Um, so. So we don't really have, I mean, um, obviously we have, like, Oak Mountain, and I think there are a few trails at Red Mountain Park, but – Nothing quite. I mean, some of the stuff I see you guys building looks gnarly. I massive. Mean, it looks super yeah. massive. Yeah. Uh, Katie, if you scroll down, we've got your Instagram pulled up here. <laughs> and I would encourage anybody listening to check us out on YouTube. Uh, scroll down a little bit more. That picture on the right. So I was checking this photo out. And this yeah. is like, that's so big. Like, if you scroll to the next photo, it has like, to give it scale, it shows a photo of like the tractor. Yeah. yeah. Are, it's 12 so, feet high. The lip's 12 feet high. The landing's like 20. Two twenty-three feet high. So that's um, insane. So that's the big jump. Yeah. The big jump. That's the big jump. Well, it looks gigantic. Every bike park needs a big jump in the parking lot. That's kind of what whoa, we've whoa. we've done some research and gone to other bike parks. So it's good to have a big signature feature that's very visible, so people roll up and they see. There's you this, know. this this other bike park called Windrock is really where the idea comes from. Um, it's like OG bike park uh, outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. 
Well, shout out to those guys, but they uh, they have the Red Bull Drop, oh, uh, which okay. is super famous. You come right above where the shuttle picks you up there, where everybody's parked, basically. Come motoring down this berm. You have to take the berm full speed, 20, 20 plus miles an hour. It's like a 40-foot drop distance-wise into like a big jump, and you can everybody watches. Dude. Uh, so that's the first thing you see when you pull this up. Is, this yeah. is the first thing oh, okay. you see when you pull up as well. Yep. Jeez. So that everybody's going to be chilling in the parking lot eating lunch and just watching dudes wipe out on this <laughs> massive jump. To it's actually, dude, our builder has done an amazing job of building big stuff that is also very hittable. Um, okay. And so one of the things you'll notice about it is the landing is a lot higher than the lip. It's called a step-up jump. Uh, you, uh, you guys okay. Familiar? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, instead of, if you boost it, instead of having 12 feet that, oops, sorry, 12 feet that you're going to fall, uh, the, the landing kind of picks you up closer to the Okay, top. so you're jumping up over yeah, the top. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. you know, somebody of my skill level, I was looking at these photos and I was like, man, I don't know if this is something I'm ready for, you know what I mean? Like just the type of park that it looks like you guys are building. So would you say this is more of a like a professional level park? I mean, people like with like some serious riding skills. I mean, obviously – I don't know. Or do you get, do you have like a beginner area? Or yeah, something we've like we've spent uh, we've invested a lot in beginner trails, but the the bigger stuff tends to make it to Instagram just because sure. it looks cooler. But yeah, we have two full top to bottom beginner trails, and they are each about half a mile long. Okay, um, so it's a minute and a half, um, and they're really good. And if you can ride a bike. Uh, you can probably ride the beginner trails okay. without yeah. killing yourself. Yes, exactly. Okay. We also have a drop zone training area, so it's three sets of drops: one easy option, one hard option, um, and then also an intro to tech riding. So it's like berms and then like rocks. Okay. So there's a lot of beginner stuff there. Yep. yep. And you guys were talking about this is sort of a I, I hear the terminology uh, kind of a ski slope style. So I know a lot of the local. I say local. We don't have any ski slopes in Alabama, but the surrounding we got states. We got one. Oh, we do. Those guys are OG up in Mintone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I have yeah. heard about that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, as far as ski slopes go, the surrounding states uh, in the summertime, when the off season, they'll actually let mountain bikers come use the ski lift to get to the top. And this is my vague understanding. But then bomb the hills, you know, and just ride. I think there's like a rad one out in Virginia. Yep. Um, so. Is that something you guys are trying to sort of mimic in a way? Yeah, so I actually lived in Aspen uh, for four years after college. Okay, that's like a massive mountain. Yeah, <laughs> well, and honestly, I didn't really get into biking when I was there because the bike park wasn't open, but I've made an annual trip back every year since, and they brought on a, a bike park. where So they run their ski lift in the summer, sort of a gondola, really, and then they brought in some like high-level trail contractors to come and bit, dig uh some you know fun lines down and you just do like lap after lap after lap and it's it's kind of amazing dude that's so cool yeah. you just hop on the lift and ride back mm -hmm. up so you're not having to like you go ride at some of the local trails and stuff it's like a good give and take of like you know shout out to oak mountain first of all i think they're building a lot of really cool trails but i jumped on the lightning trail which is like more of the like probably style of trail that you guys are building and uh, man, it was pretty. I, I, I took it pretty slow. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but there's a lot of berms and a lot of jumps, and uh, there's even one like wood feature where it's like a step down, and there's a big sign saying, "Hey, if you don't want to ride this, go the other way." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so one of the things that we're doing that is a little bit different than like Snowmass uh, and a lot of the other bike parks that are out there is we are going to really focus on the beginners. Okay. Um. So we're planning to have a like a perfect first day of mountain biking experience. Includes a rental, or you can bring your own bike, uh, and then a little bit of instruction in a group setting. And we're going to try to make it like really affordable. Okay. Um, and the idea is, uh, you know, having taken many people mountain biking for the first time as part of like research for this whole business, uh, we really realized that like most people don't do the right things intuitively you know? okay and some basic understanding some bad habits maybe. yeah well like i mean starting with um uh like how you stand on a bicycle out of the saddle hmm. right uh and just like what your posture needs to look like and what your agenda needs to be like mentally while you're riding and they don't get it you know and they do the wrong things uh, left their own devices so like a, a, a class that kind of goes over some of these fundamental things like riding posture when you're out of the saddle how to brake how to tilt the bike a little bit underneath you in order to make turns and stuff. That's 100% why I crashed. Yeah. 
we took off. We were on one of the uh, trails at Oak Mountain. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bike, so I'm riding my dad's like 90s bike, which is way too small Handel, for me. man. Yeah, that was awesome. And I feel like I was standing up, coming down the trail. The majority of my weight was over the front tire. So we came off like a root or something. It wasn't even, it was huge. It was massive. It was so big, this big drop down. (laughs) And as soon as I hit, I just bottomed out and my body weight went over the bars. He landed on a big pile of rocks. I was like, dude, he just got hurt like bad. There are two things I don't like about mountain biking and one of them is crashing. Yeah. Sure. That's that's fair. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Good thing to not like. Yeah. Well, how did all this get started, man? I mean, what are you guys' uh, backgrounds in bike? You said you lived in Aspen? I, I did guess? live in Aspen for like four years. Uh, that was really formative for me. Uh, I moved back to Alabama, um, I think I was 25, or just right before I turned 26, to help start an urgent care company here, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. Um, so I was like the third full-time employee of this urgent care startup uh, that had a goal of opening 10 clinics in a few years. Um, and probably a good skill to have, you know, the hobbies that you <laughs> participate in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know a little bit about medical care at this point. Um, but yeah, so we opened like 16 urgent cares, um, in two years and, uh, positioned that company to sell. And I decided to take some time off, um, and, uh, kind of like while it sold basically. Uh, and then that was January, 2020. And I thought I was going to like get my black belt and jujitsu which is one of my hobbies and oh uh, dang okay covid hit in february and i couldn't yeah. train at all because my, my dad's a little older and stuff um and i was just trying to be safe but uh did your dad do jujitsu no, no no oh, okay no, not, not at all <laughs> um and uh instead ended up like riding bikes all the time um and hobie got into it with me and so before that you weren't really into mountain biking i wrote we rode some we were getting into it but all of a sudden i had like infinite time on my hands i started riding like every day Um, how'd y'all meet uh that let's go back a while so third grade yeah oh wow okay you've been friends for a long time you guys are brothers so we okay (laughs) sweet okay third grade and neighbors yeah yeah so grew up riding bikes around the the hood together (laughs) in cowboys yeah hood yeah yeah Well, dude, that's awesome, man. So uh, you guys get into bikes and start yeah. riding. And I mean, do you guys take some trips out to yeah, so bike ba- parks? Basically, we got to where we wanted to like hit jumps and stuff. And there's just not very many around here. Yeah, sure. Um, and so we started to travel to ride other places. And um, I was like kind of looking for something to do. Uh, and somewhere in all that, uh, we also invest in real estate stuff. This is a long story. Dude, uh, we got nothing but time. Man. All right, we in, we invest in some real estate stuff uh, in Avondale and in Birmingham, and um, we had a mini excavator rented to like renovate or rip out the interior of this building in Lakeview. And that same day, we had actually bought a tax deed at a lot in Avondale, and uh, we at the end of the day, we got the guy that was running the excavator to teach us how to run it, which okay. extended the the rental and like drove it across downtown. Birmingham, uh, beep, you know, two miles. Yeah. Yeah. We have a video of it. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would, we would, the light would turn <laughs> green and we would go through the light. And then before we got through the light, it would, it would turn, turn red, red and cars were like honking. Yeah. We were like, what up? You know, so we, uh, we had this tax deed lot in Avondale that was going to take like a year to clear up the title on it. And so we just started trying to dig some jumps on it. And cause we wanted to hit jumps. Sure. And, uh, Two days later, we had ten dudes out there. Are you serious? Every afternoon, yeah. you guys spread know, like wildfire. Well, <laughs> so go hit these jumps, man. Even yeah. earlier in this, uh, um, we had started to like get more into biking, and we've kind of always been the best people in like our friend group that bikes, uh, and so we had to like pursue people that are better than us in order to like try to learn from them. So we were at Oak Mountain State Park riding the pump track, and this guy named Kevin Little and his his brother Scott Little. Uh, we're up there just slaying the pump track on BMX bikes. Really? And so I was like, uh, I'm a kind of a persistent guy. And I was like, Hey, can I have your number? <laughs> and I got his number and just started to try to ride with him. And we told him, and then we turned around there were like 10 BMX dudes out there, like so excited yeah. about having some jumps, you know, wow. it's like every afternoon for a whole week, you know, working hard shovels, rakes, wheelbarrows and an excavator. Yeah. And we got like 17 jumps on this tiny piece of land. I mean, it was it was not very well done, uh, but it was really cool to see that. Started looking at like a lot of other 
you know, options on doing something biking related that would be like sustainable and better um, uh, for Birmingham. We had some pretty cool ideas, honestly. Uh, but somewhere in there, we rode at this place called Canuga Bike Park uh, up in Asheville. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you want to tell them about Canuga? Yeah. So I think the biggest impediment to us deciding to start a bike park is we had never seen one without a lift. Okay. And so a lift, a lift is a Ski huge, lift. yeah, a lift is a huge barrier or a shuttle, but that's, it's also a huge barrier because it's a massive capital investment. If you want a lift or a shuttle, that's a lot of money right out the gate. And I, we had never seen a bike park be successful without one, but Canuga bike park does not have a lift or a shuttle. It is a pedal park and, but people can rent e-bikes if they want to be shuttled up to the top. So those are pedal assist bikes that you pedal and you just go uphill. Um, and so you, we like, how do you get your bike that you're riding down the hill up there? No, 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 no. You, you rent. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's same the bike. Same it's bike. it's okay, a, okay. it's just a pedal assist bike. Gotcha. Um, but you can still bomb down. Here. Yeah. Yeah. You turn okay. off the pedal assist to, when you go down or you leave it on. He's got a pedal assist bike, but it's like, a. it is not a mountain bike. Dude, it's not a mountain no. bike. It's like a big, heavy, yeah. you know, but I guess the technology has come a long way. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and so it was really amazing. Yeah. Um, and did rent. y'all rent bikes? Y'all rented these? We actually are. Or y'all are just badasses. Yeah. Y'all just pedal to the <laughs> top every time. Yeah. Hobie's a psycho from a cardio perspective. Well, I follow him around, so. We kind of we kind of went to the top a few times, but then they have this like awesome jump line that starts a third of the way up the mountain that you can just like lap. Okay. So it's like it's only fifty vertical feet, so it's it's easy to get back up to the top. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so afterwards, we we were like that was awesome, and we Emil tracked down the owner in typical fashion, and uh, yep. he kind Dude, of ag- you are hardcore yeah. man. Yeah. Like one day there. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know why, him. but he kind of agreed to help us. Um, no, he's because he's an awesome. Dude. Oh, he is an awesome dude. His name is Dave Lamond. Um, he's a great guy, and I can really say that probably Ride Behem would not exist without him. Yeah, um, he gave us a lot of confidence and um, kind of helped us like. on at least uh, very much so at the beginning. Yep, yep. So much so that they agreed to come down and help us build some of our trails. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's, and that's so awesome. yeah, he's just a really good yeah. dude. Uh, but you know, we saw this model that like. Seemed like it was working, and I was in a position to just mess with it and try to fi- see if I could find a location. So yeah. we rode at Canuga. We loved it. We decided that was, like, something that we could do, and we started looking for a location. Um, so you guys are um, uh, close to Red Mountain, but you're not part of the Red Mountain Park, per se. Yep. You uh, got it. But you guys are on Lakeshore. Um so super rad location. How did you guys find the spot that you ended up being in? Yeah. So early on in that process, actually, uh, we, we had a we have a few sites around Birmingham that we were like looking at, sure, um, and trying to figure out how to do it. You know, uh, but we went and talked to the a friend of mine knew the director of Red Mountain Park, and uh, he introduced me. And the guy's name is TC. Shout out to TC. He's the man. Red Mountain Park is awesome, and uh, a, a lot of that's in thanks to him. Okay. Um, he's taking it in a great direction. And he was like, <clears throat> I took got him, all this land right here. Yeah, this I took him. Yeah. So the concept we took him was that we were going to buy this tax delinquent lot on the north side of the park that was vacant. It's like, you know, 15 acres that was just, and it's not in the best neighborhood uh, or the cleanest neighborhood. Um, but we were going to take that down and then uh, try to work with the park to put trails inside of the park. That was our initial concept. Um, and he immediately was like, no, I have 200 acres a little bit further down Lakeshore. That's like, we're not doing anything with, it's just sitting there growing kudzu. Um, and, uh, cause we, you need the elevation. Yeah. I we, mean, if you're going to do a, a downhill mountain. Yeah, that's park, right. You know? Yeah. So it's not like you can just go find any plot of land. Yeah. And so he, uh, he was really into it basically. And we talked about a lot of different ways to get it done. Um, ultimately Red Mountain Park is kind of a crazy unique organization um it was set up by like some specific state laws and there's not another park like it exactly hmm. uh, so anyway yeah we got it that done in february and we immediately began construction and we've been building all summer and we're trying to get open this fall sweet okay I, I i think i watched one of your recent videos and like i said when you first walked up i was like oh i recognize you man you're the <laughs> dude that's all over the social media yeah um you uh, you said you guys were shooting for tentatively October. Yeah. Um, to try to get open. Yeah. 
Um, what's it been like working the land and actually trying to cut the trails? And where do you even begin to say like, here's where a trail should right. go? And yeah. this is that's what I'm thinking. Like, how do you how do you, well? You're the professional. Uh, I would just look at a hill yeah, and be you're like, the professional. Let's come down this way. So that, that looks good. We've learned a lot of lessons, haven't we? <laughs> we we yeah. have. We have. It's One cool. of the lessons we've learned is that like heavy trail building is best left up to professionals. I mean, do do you want to be driving a you know? 10,000 pound excavator down a 45% grade trying to dig, trying to like bench in a trail. Probably not. I don't want to be doing that. Um, but so what we did at the beginning is we hired, we actually hired some people from Canuga. They agreed to build us our first trails. So actually one of our trails is going to be called Canuga. Okay. Right, if, if you're ever wondering, it's from Canuga Bike Park. Which Shout you should out visit. Canuga. You should visit yeah, everybody yeah, should visit yeah. Canuga. Um, it's a sick park. And then we hired another trail company called Dial Dirt, and we just kind of, honestly, there wasn't a lot of planning. We just had six excavators out there at the in the first two months. Just unleash them. It was, it was exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Right, Bob's going that way. John's yeah. going this way. And Bill's going to go straight. And we, we we knew at a high level like some of the trails that yeah. we wanted, right? Yeah. And we okay. were committed to building those. We didn't have like a master plan for things beyond that, which we probably should have. Uh, but it has also worked out. It was a lot of fun. And it has been a lot of fun. So Dial Dirt is another professional entity of trail builders or something? Yes, yeah. So they're a trail building company. Trail building company. Yeah, and they actually live at the site. So we have a little colony of trail builders that live on the site right now. Are you I think serious? We got like, they have RVs. Yeah, they yeah. all have RVs. So we got like eight. Oh, what a job, that man. That'd be rad. cool. Yeah. We got like seven dudes out there. They build all and, over the country, too. Yeah. So wow, great dudes. So they're very good. They they actually build back uh like backyard pump tracks like they could build you an insane jump line in your backyard or pump track. So yeah, they're they're amazing. Oh. Sorry. I always tell my guests to turn their phones off and then I've Was that you? Yeah. Rookie. Rookie. My uncle Colin. I'm doing uh I'm currently getting scuba certified, so that's my uncle Colin. I'm sure to talk scuba oh, stuff. Yeah. Have you um, finished your test yet? Finished my online. Yeah. No shot. Let's really? derail the podcast. I, I completely. didn't mean to. I didn't yeah. mean to. I didn't mean um, to yes. Uh we are just getting ready to do our dives and I'll be scuba certified with the water. So that's Woo. awesome. Where are you going? Uh we'll do most of our training at uh Blue Water Park in Pelham. Okay, cool. So Cool. Um, are the, you going on a trip scuba diving somewhere? Once we get certified, we've got some trips planned. So, yeah. I've done scuba once in uh, Jamaica. And cool. um, my uncle did it recently on a 10-year anniversary, and he got in touch with me and was like, dude, you want to pursue this? And So, yeah, um, another fun hobby. I'm What's the big scuba in. place in Costa Rica? Playa del Coco? Yeah, I think that's Yeah, right. you should go to Playa del Coco. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Just buy me a plane ticket. I'll go out there. It's, it's easy, man. It's so, so you fly to San Jose, and it's like a two-hour bus ride. Well, dude, the, the, yeah, so I've got too many hobbies to, to this podcast being one of them um, to pursue right now. But uh, what were we talking about? Uh, what, what it was like kind of like putting the trail in. Yeah. And, so, yeah, Ho yeah. To be clear, so Hobie and I have kind of like divided and conquered recently. And Hobie's been running construction, so he can yeah. tell you all about it. But, dude, I would imagine, I mean, it's not like you have to really know – geography and stuff and like you cut a trail in and, and work your ass off and then come in after a big alabama monsoon and the whole trail's washed away well that's happened and you're yeah. like fuck are you kidding me? yeah i would just imagine it's it not be been different. the kindest summer from a weather perspective well the the thing that's killed us this summer is it's really dry it's been really dry and what happens is the trails get super dusty and then it's like torrential downpour and guess what all that dust we lose all that dirt yeah um I mean, I think the trails have weathered okay. Yeah. Not terrible, but it I mean, hasn't been great. Um, it's just, I mean, it's nothing we can't fix, but it, it's yeah. been, yeah, we've had a, erosion's a real thing, basically. Yeah. Well, when you ride at Oak Mountain, you see like, you know, several of the trails and stuff, and they kind of follow the dips and valleys and stuff, but you'll see like, basically they'll cut like a, a drainage ditch through a trail and then backfill it with like heavier stones and gravel mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I just... I'm at, like as I'm riding over it, I imagine, okay, that's there to keep the whole rest of the mountain from washing away. You know, there's actually a, a channel for the water to follow yep. or something. Yep. Um, so I'm sure that was a lot to learn, but maybe having professionals to help you guys out oh, yeah. helps I mean, a lot. The only thing that we have really done is like we'll, you know, me and a team will clear a trail and we'll like weed whack it and everything. And then we'll get our trail builder to put like specific jumps and berms and we call them like natural trails, right? 
they're they're kind of like the trails that a lot of the trails at Oak Mountain are natural. Yeah. Meaning they're not no heavy machinery or limited heavy machinery. They're kind of off camber. Kind of follow um, the natural yeah, curvature of exactly the rocky. Um, well, I saw a couple of things. You had some big massive pipe you guys were burying. Um, I don't know if that's something you dug out of the mountain or something you added. Oh, are you talking about the one that's like as big as this? Yeah, table? go back to. I, uh, I missed that. Okay, go so photos. If you scroll down, <laughs> scroll. Um, it's it's up. I think. Or maybe it's up. Are you talking no, about the? No. It's in the first, the most recent one. Why don't we pull up Donald Dirk's Instagram? Yeah, pick that yeah. up. There. So go click right. There that it one. Is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so stuff like this. So yeah. that's in our drop zone, um, and the idea is like that. That is going to be the one of the tops of the drops, but I think it's cool because people are probably going to take someone's going to go probably in that thing, and you can take a photo of someone going over you. Yeah. Whoa. Um, that thing is or actually. We're going to run a Strider track yeah. through it. That'd be kind of cool too. We're going to get some drones out yeah. there to follow you guys. Yeah. Oh, stuff, yeah. Dude. It's happened on Friday yeah. afternoon. If you want yeah. to that thing is so heavy that we almost couldn't move it. The bulldozer almost couldn't move it. Yeah. The, the bulldozer can move. Where do you get a giant pipe, man? Yeah, so all right. that. Th that is the real story. We Wait, didn't, so well, did I, not take that <laughs> yeah, out, I'm not out sure. of something. So, that, yeah. so that's not concrete. That is concrete. It is concrete. It is? Yes. Yeah. So I just so, robbed it from some. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I we don't it. need this over here, yeah. man. Yeah. No, uh, our parking area, we got to make sure that nobody thinks we're doing stuff we're not supposed to. So our parking area is in this like previously excavated um, uh, thing that we call the church pit. So this whole site was actually like kind of screwed up uh, when we. What got, was it? We so it was, was it was old mining territory. Um, like okay. the top of the mountain, if you look on a GPS uh, type topographical view of the top of the mountain, you can see like a, a channel through the top of the mountain where they excavated forever ago, and then at the bottom they actually came in and dug out this like whole set uh, next to the end of the road for chert mining. Um, chert. Chart. Which is like a material that um, con contractors use for the base of driveways. It's like a dirt. That's yeah, I've heard that term, yeah. but I just never knew really yeah. what it was. And or so the, it's like this previously excavated like cesspool, basically. No, but we're no. happy it's there because otherwise there'd be no flat land on the entire property. Yeah. Therefore, we'd have no parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, there'd be no ride be him. Here, pull up the parking. Um, exit that post. You posted about parking days. Uh, I put a story up. Go, go to if, our, can you go to our stories? Yeah uh let's see so all the stories are right there yeah oh so this is a cool video this is uh one of our trail builders that is an incredible biker yeah, um, what's his name his name is alec rutherford. rutherford and he will actually be i think so man looking at this video it looks like you guys got some serious trails so this is the chirp pit sorry okay. yeah and so okay. we're, we're turning it into a parking area um Dude, that's and, massive man yeah. i guess i was expecting something smaller this is a big, no. yeah it's a big project so anyway the um the pipe was in the dirt that was already excavated it was like just it was there. broken and yeah like sideways in the dirt basically as we were moving it aside um and like, so, what can we do like hey our, we can use this well ride is actually an acronym for our core values and one of our our things that like i just genuinely take a lot of satisfaction out of is anytime i can take something that's been like wasted or thrown away and find some value in it you know yeah um and so we try to do that like throughout the park including the piece of land so like back in the 50s, um, this land was mined and they removed every piece of vegetation on the whole thing. I mean, it looked like the moon, basically. Hmm. And then they reforested it, I guess. Uh, but people also planted privet, which is a massively invasive species in kudzu, uh, to like stabilize the dirt when they stopped mining or decided oh. it wasn't worth it or whatever. And they just screwed up this piece of land, basically. Yeah, man, yeah. there's nothing worse than finding a piece of property that's just covered in kudzu. Yeah. You, know yeah. I mean? you can't get rid of it and just last. This yeah. wasn't covered in kudzu. It's on, like, the, the fringes. But, like, if we don't take care of it, it will be covered in kudzu in, you know, some amount of time. How do you get rid of kudzu? Yeah. Uh, we'll don't you have you, to, like, we'll find, you, like, where it's, like, yeah, we'll growing you know from? Well, <laughs> I, one, of the, one of the things that we did was interesting was we rented this thing called a – we rented a mulcher. But it's, a, it's an attachment that goes on a skid steer. This thing will just annihilate kudzu, okay. but and um, privet and privet and basically it will go through anything. But this thing is scary and uh, so the woods when you when we moved in, like if you tried to go in there in the middle of summer, it was like dangerous. You couldn't go in there. Yeah. It was like too you, thick. You would have too many ticks on you. There were like too many mosquito. Like it was it's a, a jungle. Yeah. Wolverines. Yeah, and it, yeah. most of it's privet, so it has trees on it, but it's got these little bush bushes that people plant called privet that then grow to be like privet trees mm. uh and they're you know like head high and they're everywhere so thick yeah. so we rented this mulcher 
this is not something we planned on doing uh, or spending money on. But we rented a Cat 279 Moultrie. It's a, like 10,000-pound skid steer. And on the front of it, it's got a 3,000-pound cheese grater <laughs> with, like, yeah. metal teeth. And you can just draw, and it'll dissolve any vegetation up to something that's, like, that big around. Um, and so we cored out this forest, and we've got, like, a – now we have, like, a canopy. You know, the trees are still there, um, all, like, medium and old trees we left. Um and, but then everything else you have like space and, and it's like yeah. really nice because this time of year in Alabama, if you're in like an exposed area, it's, it's too hot. To oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. provides maybe some shade. Yeah, and stuff yeah exactly. That's rad. So when we moved in, we thought like people were going to hang out in that big parking area that we showed you. Uh, but once we started like gutting out this forest a little bit and oh, like, hell no, I want the shade. Yeah. Man. It's like <laughs> shade is so nice. Yeah. Um, so we've really like created a lot of like, communal spaces at the bottom right beneath the big jumps that are uh, like shaded and chill. Well, do you, you guys have any big plans for the parking area to like maybe have a hangout area or put some picnic tables or, you yeah. know, some covered pavilions or something like that? We'll know? have uh, picnic tables at the beginning in the woods. Um, okay. Yeah. But, you know, we basically are paying for all this. And so sure. We well, how's all this being funded? Uh, Is this just you guys? So we, we, I mean, we, obviously you yeah. won the 25000 so that, yeah. that's helping a little bit. We but. joked that we spent our life savings moving around dirt on public land. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> basically the truth. On public yeah. land. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we moved around a lot of dirt on public land. Yeah. yeah. So and how we, many acres? Two, we've got well, 200 acres. 200 acres. We're wow. developing like a, maybe max 100 right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, you gotta You got to have a... A beginning goal i guess you know what i mean yeah yeah um how many trails are you guys going to try to have when you initially open we have about 10 right now top to bottom 10 and then we also have some branches so maybe one trail will go down halfway and then branch into two trails okay so if you want to go down maybe there's a blue trail and it splits into a black option and then or you could continue on blue so we kind of have this trail tree concept where one trail might become several and you can kind of pick your pick your option. Yep. Are trails rated the same way they are on ski slopes? Like black Pre diamond, blue, green, all that stuff? Pretty much. So one thing we're doing differently is we'll have a double blue okay. rating. So instead of just going blue to black diamond, it's going to be blue, double blue, black diamond. That so way, it's not quite black diamond, but not quite blue. Either. Exactly. So it's, it's like, like in, between. in between. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Rating the trails is actually really difficult. That's yeah, the sure. thing we've learned. It's I like, imagine. you know, our, our standard for what something is. is oh, that's easy, dude. That's yeah. green, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get some 12 year old that kills himself. Yeah. You're like, okay, maybe that would be green. Er, early on, I brought Maybe one. that was a double blue. <laughs> yeah. I brought one of my. The pink. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we're going to have some like kid friendly trails. And if you really haven't done this before, that's probably where you should start. Okay. Um, the bunny slopes. Yeah. yeah. The bunny slopes. And then we're also, we haven't built these yet, but we're coming, coming, planning on coming back to get some like flat beginner flow trails trails so imagine if you like stretched the pump track out so it was more linear and didn't have the 180 berms It'd be kind of like that see i've never done a pump track on a bike dude that's cool like i got introduced to the pump track um when uh the skate park was built rad pump track really fun on a skateboard but i would imagine a pump track on a bike and maybe you guys posted one it was like a concrete one that you guys were riding mm -hmm. um when you say pump track, it's all dirt. I mean, are you going to come back and? Oh, uh, we want to do an asphalt. An asphalt when we when we can, when we get open, hopefully, and this goes okay, and we can yeah. afford to do one. That's one of the yeah. one of the early things. What makes that more fun? Just like the smoother ride and just no maintenance, no maintenance, no but, maintenance. But also, since the, the the smoothness is such so much better, um, it, like smaller wheels work on it, so you can have fun you, on. Could it. you skate it? Yeah, you could definitely Whoa. skate. it. Oh, dude, okay, that's awesome. Um, and you know they have one kind of at the skate park downtown. So, if, oh yeah, no, they absolutely do. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. But um, but also like kids on scooters, you know, yeah. and and even strider bikes can have a good time on that kind of thing. So, well, um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So ten trails uh, shooting for. October, do you guys feel confident that you'll be able to – I mean, apart from the volunteers and people that you guys know that have come to ride, it's not really open to the public yet. Like, if I came tomorrow, yep. um, you guys aren't really advertising, like, hey, come ride our trail. We're not open. Yeah. Not open. Not open. It is a construction site. We don't have any signage up. Like, you, we're not policing the trails. There might be a tree down. Like, you should not come yeah. ride it. Or a piece of heavy machinery yeah. on a trail. If you want to die, sneak in and go ride Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. But if you want to check it out, then volunteer – 
come volunteer for a couple hours, and then if you want to ride after we volunteer, we let people do so on a few trails. That's cool. Uh, yeah. That we make sure like the way that we want it to be when we're opening, because we're also under construction right now. We're not maintaining what we built. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you know we're we're aiming to knock it out of the park from a riding experience. Well, um, it's September first at the time of this recording. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. I think I think talking a little bit about what you would see in October might be helpful. So in October, sure. um, what we hope to have done is a po- nice looking parking area, which you got a peak of. We'll have gravel down in it, and then you bike over to the edge of the woods, and we'll have two shipping containers. That I was like, going to ask about. This. Yeah, and so one we're building out as a little bike shop. Um, this is not a permanent structure. This is a temporary structure. It's a, we a take, bike shop, man. A, That's a, awesome. A bike shop. It's not a permanent. It's like a bike trailer, really. Um, okay. And then we'll have like a fleet of bicycles and e-bikes that you can rent. Um, e-bikes, yes. Whoa. So we haven't talked about the e-bike thing, but it's, it's cool. And then uh, we will have le- some lessons, uh, and we'll have like ten, you know, world-class ski resort-style downhill trails behind it, and include some flat beginner trails too. And we'll play music, and there'll be a taco truck. That sounds so rad. That sounds awesome, man. You guys are doing all kinds of stuff, dude. Yeah. Um, so if you get a flat while you're out there on the trail, you can you have a little bike shop, you know, get basic repairs, I would expect. Yeah. Well, I think we'll see. I mean, so the e-bike thing is really interesting. You know, with a, a proper e-bike, you can do 40, 50 laps from the top of so Red Mountain. Ask, is, is, is e-bikes frowned upon? No. No? No. Okay. Good. No, not if you want to get better. It, where? It'd ride be him? No, but some state parks don't allow them yeah, yeah so I've, i was kicked out of two for having an of course mine's just like a not a mountain e-bike but like they were it, it wasn't classified as a bike they're like you can't ride it here and even if i took the battery off of it they wouldn't let me ride a lot it. of places have some confusion because all right there is an argument to be made that if you have a throttle assist uh, like a bike that you don't have to pedal yeah um then <laughs> it's really a it's, a it's a scooter with pedals yeah, yeah okay but if our bikes will be pedal assist so gotcha. you have to pedal you have to get a little bit of exercise but really on this thing you can like sprint up the hill okay and so you're talking about like 40 50 laps on a given half mile trail when you're a beginner um from the top to the bottom that leaves you like a lot of time to think about improving your technique and your posture and like you know yeah, you're, you're not this... just dead yeah exactly yeah. exactly because um, um i mean shout out oh mountain and lightning trail uh just getting it to the top of the damn thing man yeah. i was like yeah. i hit the trail once i barely made it down to the bottom it's my first time ever doing it i was like i'm done you yeah. know because i fought like hell just to get to the top and ride it down so yeah that, that's cool that you know, you wouldn't be so exhausted. You would actually have time to improve your technique. It also makes it safer, man. My experience in riding has been like, I'm way more likely to crash near the end of the day than the beginning. It's because you get tired, right? Yeah. You're Um, fatigued mentally, physically. So if your goal in riding is to be fit, then, you know, um, that's one style of riding. If your goal in riding is like have fun, that's kind of what we're about. We will have a cross country trail too, Mm -hmm. because not downhill is not for everyone. So we'll have a three, and a half mile cross country course, which will be done probably early next year. So, cross country. What's a cross country course look like? It's just uh, it's it's course? just it's it goes up, it goes down, it goes sideways. So it's it's kind of like Oak Mountain. Oak Mountain is mostly cross country outside of Lightning. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's like up, down, undulating, and so yeah, we will have cross country. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, sweet, man. It sounds like you guys are offering something for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, the taco truck thing and having something cool in the parking lot. Um, that's that's pretty rad, man. Um, that draws from, you know, my experience in Aspen is like – and then I also was lucky enough to, like, spend a bunch of time in Latin America. Okay. Um, kind of on the mm-hmm. on the beach yeah. surfing and stuff. Uh, actually, right after college, Hobie and I went to Costa Rica for – Bought one way tickets to Costa Rica. Yeah. We, yeah. we made it three months before we ran out of money. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome, well, man. I think our bodies were both in shambles. Like <laughs> I have like I have like I got like two infections <laughs> of, from like board rash and I was like, I gotta go back. Uh also yeah, we, went to, we, man. We, we were like remote um and like we weren't eating very well. So I was like, I think I weighed like one forty <laughs> and I was like <laughs> so skinny. Upside. I was like, I need to go back. I need to go back and, you know, eat fast food. But and, we were in the water like six, eight, six hours a day, every day. Trying yeah. to learn Living how to the surf. Dream, baby. To surf. Yeah. Surfing's hard. It is hard. It's like one of the hardest sports. It's way harder yeah. than mountain biking, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. so, you know, surfing and then having beers with friends afterwards, skiing and then having beers with friends afterwards. 
those Saturdays are, have always been my favorite Saturdays, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, early in COVID, I just, we'd go to Oak Mountain and we'd drag friends with us and put them on bikes and, you know, have some beers in the parking lot afterwards. I don't think you're supposed to do that, but we did it. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of well accepted, I think. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I was like, dang, these Saturdays. And then we end up at one of the breweries downtown, like, you know, Trim Tab's kind of our, our spot, but and they're all good. Mm-hmm. And, um, Man, those Saturdays were on par with some of my favorite days I ever had surfing in Latin America or skiing in, in Aspen. It's just like kind of hard to recreate that as it is, right? Sure. Yeah. Speaking of beer, do you guys need a refill? You good? I'll take another one. Yeah, okay. One more is good. Um, well, I wanted to ask. Get back up to my mic. I wanted to ask uh, the uh, the check that you guys got printed out. It actually says like something along the lines of like ride resorts, yeah, or something. So are you guys We're, we would planning like something a little bit bigger than maybe just a <laughs> I mean, when you say resort, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a place where you cabin can go in the and woods, stay, cabin yeah. in the woods. Yeah, yeah. So phase two of Ride Beham, what we hope to be able to offer is uh, some of the things that you guys were talking about down in that parking area. We would like to have like a big pavilion uh, that's got fans on it and sh- shade, and you can take a yoga class or eat lunch or whatever, and it doubles as an amphitheater. There's like actually this 100-foot-high high cliff. Maybe it's 80 feet. Uh, <laughs> it's really high. Yeah, that was yep. that was previously. Um, it's where they excavated too in the sure. hill, basically. And we want the pavilion to kind of face that and see if we can turn it into an amphitheater, maybe like grass up to the. Dude, yeah. Sure, why not? Rock concert. You can do the next Red Rocks. Yeah, yeah, we're calling it Bama Red Rocks. Bama Red Rocks. Bama Red Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Like Charlie Tuna is gonna make an appearance. I hope one day. Dude, that's uh, sick. Yeah, um, and then uh, some glamping units, and we're gonna do like Sprinter Van camping spots that are legit, and a good bathhouse, and. Um, yeah, have it be like a place that you can stay. Uh, and then, sure. you know, resorts is plural cause we would like to do this again if it goes well. Yep. Um, and yeah, we're, that's we're awesome, man. We're, yeah. We're actually working on a second location right now. Um, Whoa. so not, not ready. We're very early in the process working hard on it, but yeah. trying to find a, another spot. So this would be a place where you pay for the day. What, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about like what would the rates look like for somebody who wanted to come ride? Yeah, it's gonna be around thirty bucks. Um, okay, you know what Canuga did is awesome, and it seems to work. So we're not trying to differ that far from it. One of the cool things about working with a, uh, a park like this is, uh, you know, we didn't have to buy this land off the bat, and so that really makes it's it a huge so, cost saver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So trying to keep it affordable, around thirty bucks for a day pass, um, and then. Uh, somewhere around fifty bucks a month for an annual membership. Membership, yeah. yeah oh, so cool. the membership, man, you go that'd twice. Right. I mean, yeah, like the, the day pass it. is really for you to try it, basically, and then you know if you want to do it on the regular, I hope you're a member. Yeah, It'd be awesome. And then tourists, you know, like a big part of the reason that we won that pitch competition, which was mostly against like tech companies, uh, was <laughs> all these tech dudes who like bringing all this technology and stuff and you guys like because you're on your bikes yeah. like with the check oh, and yeah, stuff man. so you took your bikes i guess to this event you're props. Like, yeah. you gotta have a prop for yeah a prop man dish. Dude, uh, that's so funny where was it held it was at the hudson alpha bio institute for technology perfect yeah. place yep. to pitch a mountain bike exactly yeah. Yeah. that's awesome yeah <laughs> um but so yeah we hope to do more of these and uh yeah we would love to do like two or three in alabama such that if you're a member at one you can ride at the others Oh, yeah. okay. That's kind of the value proposition of the membership, and I think that it would work in some other towns too. Um, so, so when you look at other places, I mean, obviously the geography has to work. You know what I mean? Like, and I would think that maybe I don't know, man. We were hiking at Oak Mountain the other day, and I was surprised we went up to uh, a spot called King's Chair, and it was a new spot that we had never hiked to before. And I was amazed at how high up we were, yep. looking out, and I was like, dude, I didn't even think there were spots. I know, you know, um, Chihaw is like the highest point in Alabama. That's what I was going to say, Chihaw. But, I mean, I don't know if you can tell us about some of the spots you're looking at, but I, I would imagine that plays a huge role in kind of limiting where you can build these parks and kind of do what you guys are doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, we have a few criteria. There, there needs to be vert. I mean, okay. you actually don't need that much vert to build a great park. Um, so when you say vert, are you just talking about like vertical vertical feet? Vertical so feet. Okay. so our site has about two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Vert. Um, Oak Mountain has five hundred feet. I don't know in spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five. Oak Mountain's like you said, it, 
it gets high. It is a it is a large mountain. Um, we also look another big thing is it needs to have some flat area. You'd be surprised, like a lot of pieces of land we've looked at, it's like just total mountains, and you're like, there's nowhere to build a parking lot or anything on this land. So. Yeah. Really um, yeah. And then we've been lucky. Well, I don't know lucky or unlucky. There have been zero rocks on this site. Zero big rocks. Okay. Which is weird. That is cool. Very weird. Um, mostly just clay and like red dust. Um, but in other places we've looked at, it's been like so rocky that you're like, well, you know, if we dig down, is there any dirt? Is it just rock? Yeah. You know? Oh man, how heartbreaking! You buy a so, piece of land and then you go to dig, dude. and it's just like boulder after boulder after boulder. Yeah. There's yeah. a spot in Alabama, and there's a dude that has a YouTube channel um, where he hits like all the 50 states and rides, and um, he stopped in Alabama. It was cool. I, don't, I can't think of the name of the dude. I know it was like Blue about. Mountain or something. Is that a, is that a place? I, I think he went to Dothan. Uh, I think Dothan had, but it had a lot of rocks. But it was like big. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big mountain. Is yeah. that? I want to say it was Blue Mountain. Is that the page that posts all the fails? Is that something? <laughs> Friday different? fails, pink Friday bike fails. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that weeks. Well, ago. there's a follow camp Friday guy, and he usually rides out in like Utah and stuff like that. Yeah, but I thought they were posting stuff from Alabama. Yeah, we had a shout out to the guys from Bump. Uh, they were on um, a few months ago, and we talked mountain biking and stuff, and all the cool things that they have going on. And I think it during that podcast they talked about the Friday fails. They're gonna kill me. I'm gonna think about it after we quit recording, but I can't think. Of it Friday, right. don't watch Friday fails. Yeah, don't watch. Friday. They'll just turn you off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You. You yeah. Know, don't you watch it. Don't think about crashing. Just don't think about it. Yeah. But yeah. there are a lot of rocks at Oak Mountain, so that's awesome, man. Having like cool, just you know, uh, an empty canvas, if you will, that you yeah. can like work with and manipulate and do cool stuff yeah. with. We actually think our park is actually very complimentary to Oak Mountain. So we have a lot of flow and a lot of jumps, and if you want to go ride just amazing rocks, you can go to Oak Mountain. Like I don't have you been on Boulder Ridge? No. Boulder Ridge is crazy. It's like rocks the size of the room we're in. That's crazy. Like just the biggest rocks I've ever seen. I forget how big Oak Mountain is, but no, man. Some of them I, I, we hit like some of the basic trails. You know, the Slingshot is a new trail that they built, and then um, I've hit Lightning like once or twice. How many times have we hit lightning, Emil? Oh, see, I bet others. I would, dude. It's like you see these videos of these dudes riding, and you think like, "Oh, I could do that," but you don't realize just how difficult also, it is. Or the, you know, like a lot of people are filming with GoPros, and I think it does a terrible job of showing you the grade, oh, just yeah. how steep it is. Dude, man, everything it looks, looks smaller. On camera. Everything looks everything. Small. If yeah. you see something that looks big on camera, it is enormous dude i see people skating like the small bowl at our skate park downtown in birmingham and it just looks so micro and then you get there and i'm like dude this is like aggressive a little bit bigger than you know it looks on camera so yeah cameras don't do anything justice yeah yeah um we we rode uh you know one of the the cool things about being uh in this business is every time we ride bikes it's research sure exactly so we we just went to uh new england and rode at three bike parks up there which are all like ski resorts fitted out as bike parks in the in the summer and there's a thunder mountain bike park shout out to those guys if you do ride uh, you should go check them out but they have this like wooden jump line that is advertised as the biggest um uh public Dude, you jump guys line are, man that's crazy biggest mm-hmm. public jump line on the, in the east and it is amazing it yeah, is, it's called Fort Hill. It's famous. Yeah. You should Google it, watch a YouTube video, and just realize, like, it looks big on camera, but in person, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, like, first features, like, a. it's, like, probably 12 feet. It's a 12-foot drop, but you also have to travel about 15 feet from the edge of the wood to the landing. Yeah. Can we pull um, that up? It, I was about to say, do y'all have yeah, yeah. videos of any of this stuff? Uh, go to my personal. Go to my personal page. <laughs> and where would that be? Uh, King. Underscore. King Mountain Biker. Underscore biker. Hobart. There, yeah, that's me. Yeah, go to my reels. Scroll down. Um, Fort Hill is going to be the <laughs> the watch video. The blooper one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it's the one of a uh, the guy dr- uh, dropping off that wooden thing. This one right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could let the audio play. Yeah. Yeah. See, it looks. I mean, even on camera, that looks that looks yeah. rad. But and then maybe, uh, I would imagine if I was there in person looking at this. 
You think you would do it? I know. No, you all. don't think so. You shouldn't. You should. You should. You shouldn't do it. You should. You should have ridden for years before you hit this. Uh, go to the video right before this too. Um, so you exit out of this. It's the one or after I should say the farthest to the right. Yeah, to the right, top right. Top yeah, this one. This dude's like launching. This one's out. pretty funny too. This is me. This is you. Yeah. I like hip jumps for some reason. It's like when you when you jump one like way but land in another. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. This is Mountain uh, Creek. This is not. Yeah, uh, that's a mountain. that's an awesome little. Uh, so that's kind of like a step up sort of jump. Up. Yeah, that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, so that's exactly. Cool. But do the top uh, right. Do one. the top right one. Yeah. So this jump is like thirty five feet or forty feet. Um, man, this this uh, aspect ratio is really doing justice. It'll look better on camera. Yeah. yeah, see, dude, I just feel like the camera's not doing it justice. It's not. Like, it's like 35 feet. Crazy. It's massive. Is that the biggest jump you've ever done? Dude, and you're hauling. I, I think so. Yeah. Ooh, look at the dust coming off the yeah. back, man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool one. It's actually not. Like, if you can hit a 15, 20-foot jump, you can hit that jump. It's the same mechanics. It's just a lot bigger. You need to take it a lot a faster. More air time. You know? More air time, yeah. yeah. Um, the middle one... Well, we have a blooper video from our trip, which is pretty funny. But this one, this one is uh, an awesome. This is called Hollywood. This is one of the best jump lines I've ever ridden. Uh, built by Gravity Logic, dude, they're super you famous. Are, look how fast so you're going, fast. dude! Oh my god, no, sir. that's crazy. No, no, See, no. Uh, Barry Nobles posted a video of him riding lightning, and I was like, "Oh, that's mellow." Yeah. And then I go and do it, and I'm like, "Oh no way! This is yeah. crazy." Yeah, this is like super fast. Super cool though, man. Yep. So we massive get, jumps, man. Not to make you guys jealous, but we get to go ride places like this and ride, yeah. ride it off our taxes. It's great. <laughs> God damn, dude, that's we sick. gotta go study the other parks, man. That's right. So we have uh, I counted all the jumps that we had. There were eight feet or longer at Ride Beham. We have fifty three. Fifty three. Fifty three jumps that are eight feet or longer, <laughs> and um. <laughs> man so many it's 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 excessive um we have and we have a lot of jumps that are we have several that are 20 feet or longer so we're not gonna have any like monster like 40 footers but, but um but the 20 footers that we have are amazing so yeah you know we we talk about what we're excited about which is definitely having access to like Features where we can continue to grow as bikers, you know. But yeah. I will also say we, we have a lot of really killer beginner stuff. Yeah, that's and, cool. And everything in between, right? So it's like kind of like a training ground for like learning how to be as easy as you can. Yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of dudes, I mean, that like, you know, you go to Oak Mountain. I know we've talked about them to the gill. But you you see all these license plates from from people all over. And I, oh, I know yeah. that's like a major destination, man. Yeah. People yeah. drive from all over the country to come ride here and – and when we had the dudes on from Bump, they were like, man, you just don't realize, like, the terrain that we have in Alabama is, like, perfect for yep. mountain biking. Like, we're really blessed to have, like, the landscape and stuff that we yep. have. Um, so I would imagine, yeah, man, it's like a lot of people would travel from all over to ride here. And, and I know there's a lot of people that are wanting to, like, push themselves and maybe they reach that that ceiling, you know, up mm -hmm. until this point. It's like, okay. I've hit lightning a million times. I'm ready to, what's the next thing? You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like, and wanting to push themselves and hit bigger jumps and have something for more of the advanced crew of riders. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you guys. Yeah. That are, so like, that's kind of like off a 40 foot jump. I'm one, not scared. Let's one of the this. main reasons that we did w ride Beham is that as riders, we hit our ceiling riding everything around here. We'd done everything. We'd ridden lightning probably a million times. and We could probably do it better. There are bikers that are better. Oh, oh they're, they're better than us. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you're at least comfortable enough to where you're like, I can hit this trail. Yeah. I'm not scared. I'm, I'm pushing myself. What's next? Like, what's yeah, next? Yeah, exactly. So, and then we observed that, like, everyone that was good in Birmingham was driving to Windrock, which is in Knoxville. It's a long drive. It's four and a half hours. Or Canuga, um regularly. And so I'm like, well, why there's no reason that that could not exist here we have the vert we have the terrain it's just no one has put together something like this that's wild man and so you know like the the history of, of mountain biking here in the state like nobody else is like are you guys kind of the first ones to do this and like really push the sport there's here one in other Alabama? there's there's this place called pink flamingo bike park we have that uh i've never sold. been it's in <laughs> it's in awesome. it's in limestone county and it's a uh it's kind of like a young i think it's a young dude and he's a farmer 
and uh, he basically and yeah, he he built like a little. Uh, it's I think it's flat, but it has like jumps. But it's Pink Flamingo Bike Park. So oh, shout out Pink Flamingo. Yeah, Pink yeah. Pink Sorry. Flamingo. I dig yeah. the name at yeah. the very least. That's yeah. awesome, dude. But uh, you know, we, again, we get excited about the the stuff where you know people are level and above can continue to like grow as bikers. But also started with the observation that um, you know if you wanted to try mountain biking, it's really difficult right now, and you're probably not going to do it right left to your own devices. Like, uh, and so we'll be the only, starting with we'll be the only place in Alabama where you can rent a bike and get a lesson at the trail. Yeah, sure, that's right. Kind of um, get some fundamentals down. Yeah, you know, and not learn. Yeah, and you can rent a good bike too, like like a like a 2022 uh, Rocky Mountain Growler or 2022 Rocky Mountain full suspension. Shout bike. out to Rocky Mountain. Yeah, Rocky Mountain. Yeah. we're like, whoa. Yeah. So how did that partnership come about? They just saw what you guys. Were the doing. actually Canugo like kind of in, endorsed us, and they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll support you and. They um, want to get a foothold in our state, ex- man. Exactly. Yeah. They're Canadian brand. They're trying to. They're trying to get down into the south. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's right. So well, big things coming, man. That's cool. I don't want to talk about Rocky Mountain and not also say thank you to Ferris. Uh, oh yeah. Cabo Cycles. Cabo Cycles has um, also been very supportive and is going to provide a lot of bicycles for us to be able to rent out to people at the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yep. So he and he's just been like a real hero. Yeah, we got to get him on the podcast, man. He's, I don't know if I could talk enough. I don't know if I have enough cycle uh, nomenclature to have a good conversation with him, but I could try. So, yeah. uh, well, dude, I'm excited for you guys. This is rad. Uh, I don't know if I want to go ride with you guys anytime soon. I probably couldn't hang it. Well, all, just, I yeah. like I like riding green trails. Yeah. Our green trails are actually super fun. Okay. Like, there's some, there's like some six foot jumps. They're not big. Okay. You can roll them. It's fine. I love I love our green trails. They're super fun. Even as you know, someone's decent. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's one of the cool things about riding, right? Is like um, ev- people of every ability level can have a good time riding. Sure. Right? Yeah. Together, even. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. We, we'll just do like more tricks. I just need yeah. to do. Yeah. I just need to ride a little more. Get a little more comfortable. I know on the slingshot trail uh, at Oak Mountain, uh, you know, there was a couple little jumps. I let my tires come off the ground a little bit, and I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. feeling that's, good. Yeah, that's where it starts. You just you just get it a little bit at a time, and then all of a sudden you're you know you're you twist your handlebars the wrong way and eat shit and die. Yes. Mm, and I'm just like okay, yeah, broke my collarbone. You don't think about that part. You can't think about that part. Yeah. Don't watch Friday Fails. That's right. Um, and get a lesson. Get a lesson. Yeah. Well, that's rad that you guys are offering. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys have your hands full doing all the different things that you want to do, and just the future that you guys envision for the park. And that's awesome, man. I'll yeah. definitely uh, come check it out. And you just point me to the easiest trail to start on. So, <laughs> Emil, you talk about the after school program. Yeah, sure. Um, oh. you know, what? And and so we're a benefit corporation, by the way. So why don't Emil you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. What well, is it? yeah. What is that? That's a good question. That's a good question. So uh, actually, Alabama Power Foundation and Fortif Law um, kind of pushed to make benefit corporations the thing in, in Alabama over the last few years. Uh, and so a benefit corporation is a for-profit entity that also thinks that like you got to do more uh, to be a responsible cor- uh, corporate citizen of the world. Uh, and so generally they espouse a cause or, you know, some kind of thing in the vein of, uh, sustainability and, and climate change or an education or, you know, something where like society is kind of off track. Public health. Yeah, I'm sure. exactly. That's yep. uh, somewhere Alabama could, yeah. you know, stand yeah. to improve. So we incorporated as, uh, w- one of the early benefit corporations in Alabama. Uh, we're actually a benefit LLC technically, but, um, this is kind of better for startups. Um, but, uh, and as a benefit corporation or as a benefit LLC, we are committed to saving 20% of slots in any kids programming that we do for kids that don't normally have access to, you know, experiences like this. Well, I'll imagine the kind of barrier to entry, um, you know, the, um, we've talked to some skateboarders and stuff. They're doing similar things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't, you, ha- you kind of have to have a couple hundred bucks to kind of even get started with Stop. decent gear, yeah. protection and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And our location is really cool. Cause you know, we're a little bit West of Red Mountain Park on Lake Shore. We really do sit at the intersection of Birmingham, Bessemer, uh, Hoover and Homewood and everything's like a 10 minute drive at the most, you know? Hmm. Um, so it's a chance that kids from both sides of the mountain can really uh, have a good time together, right? And form real relationships. So we're going to save 20% of slots. And we actually might even do more than that at the beginning, uh, for kids, 
in those kinds of circumstances. And, you know, the idea is they'll get to ride our rental bikes um, in small groups with coaches like us, right? Um, and learn kind of how showing to be, them the ropes and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then over, over time, we, uh, we want to layer in some services like um, a hot and healthy meal at the end of the night. So we're going to look for a community partner that will provide food. Um, and then maybe even one-on-one tutoring, uh, like academic support for uh, kids and, you know, whatever it is that they're struggling with at school. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I do big brothers, big sisters. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it doesn't take a lot of uh, time to see that, like, sometimes kids are, like, so off track that, you know, school isn't going to be able to handle that. Right, right. right. Um, and so one-on-one support and, and tutoring over time. But, yeah, we're excited about it. Dude, that is incredible, man. Awesome. Well, shout out to you guys. If people wanted to get involved in your organization, wanted yeah. to volunteer, wanted to help out with the cause. How can well, I reach out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say first thing, follow us on Instagram. Um, you can message us on Instagram. We're very good at responding. Um, on our website right now, we have a mailing list. So you should subscribe for our newsletter too. We do a monthly newsletter. We kind of talk about kind of the state of the park what's going on and then if you get in touch with us we have a kind of a volunteer list so we have about probably every other weekend just about we do a volunteer day so if people want to come and get involved we'll rake a few trails get them riding again and we'll ride those trails kind of break into the trails Uh, well you're a month out man um hopefully so hopefully, hopefully yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah, we yeah. Can get into that, but yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, yeah. I, I understand you guys have a lot to do uh, to meet that deadline, and um, man, it, it sounds super exciting, and just all the things you guys have going for the future. So, thank you for taking time yeah, and your schedule. Yeah.